right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I for another hour. Uh, look forward to talking some uh, Big 12 hoops with uh, Matthew Postens. Covers the uh, covers the Big 12 for heartlandcollegesports.com. Also moonlights, Trent, part of the Scout Network covering the Dallas Cowboys. So oh, okay. maybe do a little NFL. But in particular, I want to talk a lot of Big 12 um, to full disclosure, an area that we don't have a lot of a uh, lot of help with, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. It, well, I do know what it is, but um, it's not going to change. So there's no sense bitching about it. <laughs> so Kansas loses over the weekend. One last night, though, beat TCU in a struggle. Yep, defensive effort. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't make it over a whole lot. Normally, I'm a flipper. Last night, though, since it was Iowa so was so good, compelling, the game, yeah. Didn't want to miss a moment. Didn't want to miss even a, a cutback and seeing what sure. Dakich had to say, whatever it is. It was just one of those nights we're locked in, and, well, mm-hmm. the com- commercial inventory hit the Condon household last night, yeah. though I didn't buy a tackle later or anything like that. <laughs> you see, those, what's going on with ESPN and those weird commercials? I don't get it. There's, you're, you're right. It's so odd. I it's know. Tack light. And that that one's that one's not uh... the, the torches. No, mm-hmm. I, I don't need these things. But regardless, yeah, uh, a good night of hoops last night. How did you do, by the way? How did the account? Did the account take a hit? No, uh, I'm, I'm terrible. You're I'm, having a bad I'm, run. I'm, I'm terrible. Did I, you actually bet Michigan State? Yes, did of you? course I did. Of course I did. Mm-hmm. I went last night. I went six and eight. Another losing night. Just they keep piling up one after another. Super Bowl was okay, even though I had a. Uh, Wrong on both the total and the actual game. My props did pretty well on that, but college basketball. This this is the money time for me. My favorite sport. My favorite to bet on. I've been awful. And I've got 12 more plays tonight. Do you? You're going to play that many games. It's actually a pretty good night. Maryland, Penn State, 530. Yeah. Uh, You like like those 530 starts? I do. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing. There's no other sports on. No NHL at that time. Perfect for me. You're still on the air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been home for a couple hours. Um, (laughs) You're ready to get into it. Absolutely. I do like those 530 tips. Purdue, Ohio State's going to be a dinger tonight. Big number on that one, by the way. Nine. is Is it really? Nine. Nine. Seems hefty. None. Isn't there a Buckeye that's been suspended or isn't going to play? Is everybody playing? Ah, good question. Good I question. thought there's one. Okay. A starter, may, maybe. You know, there's so much stuff going through my head. Um, I could be wrong. I could be mistaken. And then, of course, uh, Iowa State and Texas Oh, Williams. Te- uh, Cam Williams. There you go. Yeah. He's suspended indefinitely. Right. So so I, I was right. Yes. He will not that? be. Will not be there this evening against the Boilermakers. Purdue is so fun to watch, though. But fast forward. I, I agree. Yeah. Purdue will win the game tonight. Mm-hmm. And we'll spend more time on this on Friday. You know, because there are, I mean, this Purdue, Purdue-Michigan State is a massive game in the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, watching Michigan State last night, and I kind of agree with Wade. I agree with a lot of things, but I do agree that probably Iowa caught him on a good night, mm-hmm. knowing that uh, Purdue is next. Um, Michigan State hasn't been playing great either. Well, you know, when they're in foul trouble, Jackson couldn't stay on the floor last right. night. And Boy, is he, a are, he really is. Uh, Ward's a nice player he in is. his own right. Tom Tom Nairn's a nice player. They got some guys. Even that McQuaid kid yep. can uh, can, can fill it, it up. 
they got pieces. They yeah. they have every Kenny Goins was a guy that was yeah. an integral part as a mm-hmm. freshman, and he had, he had a couple of moments last right, night, but yeah. um, he's he's lost his minutes. I did. I really enjoyed because the one thing I always get upset about watching Big Ten basketball, and especially when it was Izzo and Bo Ryan. Mm-hmm. Is the way those two teams play defensively and the clutch and grab, you know, the old hockey term of it. B- Big Ten. New Jersey yeah. Devils. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. And Izzo and Ryan were so good at getting the officials to let them play. Yeah. And last night they weren't doing it. And there were a couple of calls that, yeah, probably were ticky tack. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You had your hands on them. And just every once in a while to see, we're going to call the game correctly. We are not going to let you dictate the way that we are going to call this basketball game. I was in the bonus with 16 minutes left of the second half, and yeah, maybe that's a little much. But every once in a while for that to go back in the face of Izzo, I, I did enjoy seeing that last night. But you know, Michigan State, they've they've been kind of getting by on the skin of their teeth. I think they've only covered three of their last ten games. Is that right? So teams are at least able to hang around against them. Or does that mean that Vegas has too high of an opinion on them? That and... could be too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean last night the number was 11. It was. If you... But I thought they would I like I gave Iowa no chance last yeah. night. I, they they can score. Mm-hmm. That's and what they we did know last night. They, they it, but score. they had their moments to now I know that they gave up 96 or yeah. you know what, what are you talking about idiots? <laughs> sure. But I thought that they had their moments and again the bar has not been set real high when we're talking about defensive prowess for the Hawkeyes this year. But they had their moments last night, Trent. But even go back to last week when they beat Minnesota. You know we're talking about oh how look how good they did and I thought Bohannon maybe played defensively one of his better games mm-hmm. against Nate Mason. A depleted Minnesota's team still scored 80 against them. I know. You're right. <laughs> the, the defensive efforts have not been great this year. I asked Wade Wilkingbill this uh, last hour. What can you do? You know, what What can you do as outside As far as fixing the defense? Experience, mm-hmm. yes, you're going to get better. More connected, you know, those kind of things. And, and Fran's talked about that in the past. But I know there's not a magic elixir. There just isn't. Bohannon getting more healthy. That'll probably help. All these things will help. But I thought he played his you-know-what off last He did. Night. He did. And you can see at times, I mean, he's he's tugging at the shorts mm-hmm. a couple of times. He, he was struggling out there. But You know who's been struggling offensively this year more so than I thought he would? Nick Bear. Yeah. I mean, he's still really smart. Mm-hmm. He's still, between the years, he's... He's um, as good as anybody on the floor. That drive through the lane with had Ward kind of half turned. That's <laughs> yeah, great. It was. I, I, wanted to see, I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And I wanted to see him dunk. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure he can. Mm-hmm. No, he can. But in games. Look at how many shots he blocks, Trent, right, yes, at, the, right yeah. at, the, at, at the rim. But he doesn't have many dunks in games. So yeah. I was like, oh, this could be perfect. And he just laid it in. I thought his three-pointer was going to go at the end of the game. I re- He got a good look at it. But his shot has struggled all year long. It has. Broken finger. Maybe has something to do with it. Forgot about that. Excellent yeah. point. So you got to figure there's there's something that goes on with mm-hmm. it. All right, let, let's play the game. Let, hope for the future for Iowa. Defensively, they get better. Right now, they are far and away the worst power conference team in terms of defensive efficiency in the country. It's not close. So do they all come back that have eligibility? That uh, do, Does everybody come back that could come back next year? No. Okay. And I, and I hope that that one name that you're talking about isn't Cook. No, no, no. The the core is back. Gotcha. But maybe it's a creener. Maybe Ahmad yeah. Wagner, hey, I'll try football or go well, closer you know to what? He to actually might. He actually probably should. Yeah. How about Dockett try to say he was six foot three? Come on, Dockett. Yeah, I heard that too. I know. Just admit when you're wrong. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, we do it but all the, the time. Yeah, you know, the good ones never do admit when they're wrong. <laughs> That's though. true. That's true. He, 
but but for I, the most yeah, part, everybody's that. coming back. Yeah, you get Weisskamp coming in. Mm-hmm. Defensively, you're better. Connor McCaffrey, you're better, right? Yeah, I, you can't be this bad again. Well, I I think that the month of October, that's got to be where the focus lies, right? I think it needs to be in June. Well, whatever maybe the PTL it is. will look a little different. Well, you know, maybe they shouldn't be allowed to play in the PTL because they don't play any defense. <laughs> right, there. right. Maybe that's where they pick up these bad habits. Randy Larson, all right, this year we're going to put an edict. You need to play defense. Mm-hmm. If you get blown by, mm-hmm. uh, you're automatically pulled from the game. Right. <laughs> Do something. But I'm still hopeful for this team. Again, we come back to this talent. This is a talented basketball team. And maybe I'm just clouded because they're offensively talented. And and it's a lot more fun to talk about offense than it is mm-hmm. defensive basketball. But but can Garza be that guy in the paint next year? No, and another year in the weight room because mm-hmm. I mean I've seen him a number of times this year, Trent, surrounded by three guys in different uniforms, and they're fighting for the offensive rebound or or on the other end of the floor, and it's the freshman wearing the Iowa jersey that mm-hmm. comes down with the ball. I mean, that's effort, and I see it. I see effort out of guards, and I have to think that that's going to continue to progress. Is it what the style that they play? I, they give up baseline so much. I mean, that that's a lot. Look, I, I played in the North Iowa Conference. I, I can't really talk about D1 basketball in that sense, but I mean, that's grade school stuff. Stop baseline, mm-hmm. put your foot out of bounds if need be. Don't let, but it continually happens to this team. Is it something philosophical? Is it just the message isn't there? And this is the other thing that that I do wonder about. This coaching staff has been together now for all eight years. Mm-hmm. And all the guys seem like good guys. But you run into after you eight years. You're saying you need a different voice maybe at practice? Group think. I mean, it's it's the same things. And you're doing the same things. A different voice. A different just a different knowledge base. Hey, I, yes, you hedge. But you hedge and do this in, in this spot. Just some different ideas. Andrew Francis, I mean, he is now, I think, in early 40s. It's probably time to spread your wings. If you want mm-hmm. to be a head coach, mm-hmm. you know, go take a job in the Metro, you know, where they came from, Siena. He's a Brooklyn guy, whatever it may be. Sparrow, I like. He was a head coach. He's had opportunities, you would think, right? Yeah. The other one, though, is Sherman Dillard, who— you can't leave because what would Bonencamp tweet about <laughs> leading up to the game? Right. He's got the, he's got the bow, right. bow tie going and looking good, but— when I, when I see that on Twitter, I know that we're getting close to tip time for Bowling <laughs> yes. Camp. Sherb Dillard, though, came from Nike. You know, he hadn't been a coach for a while. Right. Hey, Sherm, how about, you don't want to push these guys out. I get it. But I think it's time for another voice, a different voice, a different perspective in there. Wherever it comes from, assistant one, two, or three, I don't know. But I just think it would help this team to get another new voice in there. Hmm. Remember Bobby Lutz? I was yeah, absolutely do. Look what he did. Yes. Well, that was early in Hoiberg's tenure, it though, was. right? And he, and Hoiberg he was going to help him along, right? Right. Yes. Show him the ropes. Yeah. You know, he really didn't need it at the end of the day. But yeah. Bobby Lutz, you're right. He got a lot of credit mm-hmm. for solidifying and for helping Hoiberg. You know, through the the growing pains, if you will. Sure. And I don't think it needs to be a, a young recruiting whiz on the staff, anything like that. Recruiting is going well so far. I, I think it's a defensive guy, a guy that is known for defense. This is a defensive coach, and he comes in whatever spot. I I think it needs to happen. Eight years together, it's too long. It's too long. We'll see. Iowa State, uh, Texas Tech tonight, Trent. This was, um, uh, look, a head-scratcher. Honestly was. I mean, Texas Tech, where were they? They were... Eighth. eighth, I think they were eighth. eighth. I think they're eighth again. Are they not? They've got back to eighth, but I think they were the number eight team in the in the country when um, 
when when they pay you to visit to seven uh, to Hilton. They're seven now. Pools, there you yes. go. Um, look, they shut down Evans. Evans had an awful, awful shooting night for Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Iowa State, conversely, uh, that was one of the better games by by Tally. When we started to see maybe you know the uh, emergence of him on this roster. Um, Cameron Lard had a had a uh, unbelievable game that day. I recall on that Saturday afternoon, but it's the road has not been kind to Iowa State. You have to go back to uh, um, an overtime win, and in Lubbock was the last time that they had a win on the road. It's it's tough to win on the road for this team. No Weiler Bab again tonight. No Hans Brace tonight. So we do know that. Um, Coach Prome is going to go into this one with a short, short bench. Texas Tech is still fighting at the top of that conference. Iowa State's trying to, you know, avoid the bottom of that conference. I, I feel about this game like I did about the Iowa game yesterday. I thought Iowa had no chance. I kind of feel the same way tonight. The Texas Tech, Coach Beard's going to have this team ready. They're going to remember what happened just a couple of weeks ago when they were embarrassed. They were mm-hmm. blown out, blown out. Yeah, never in the game. Never and you mentioned, were. yeah. Lard right away mm-hmm. hits that little fade away from the free throw line, fading to his left, and yeah. like, oh, all right, this is just their this day. is one of these days yeah. where where he's doing things like that. You got to figure they're locked in. They remember the loss; Absolutely. it wasn't that long ago. They're going to be ready. You know that they can't overlook anybody. And he mentioned Iowa State's road struggles, and that's in a rebuilding year with a young mm-hmm. team. The difference between home and away. Uh, Iowa, an example last night. That game's in East Lansing. You think it's uh No, I don't. You think they, they have a lead late in it? No. No, no you give, give the crowds credit. They got behind yeah. them last night. They really did. And Evans, boy, he's a good player. I mean, he is he the Big Twelve player of the year. Hmm, is he? If they tie for the conference crown, if they get a share with Kansas. Hmm. Trey Young, I get it. It's his show, Trent. I, I get it. If you, all right, you got a good solid team. You got an NCAA tournament team. It's Trey's Trey Young. I know it is. I mean, he's it's just too easy. It's too easy. He's averaging, and you know the other thing. I mean, he they they come to Hilton on Saturday, which you, you know you go back not too many years. Kevin Durant's a freshman. Yep. In the Big Twelve with mm-hmm. Texas, he didn't make an appearance in Ames. Right, because it was when was, there was actually twelve teams. Absolutely. So you'd get you play a couple of home and homes, but for the most part, you know there there would be teams you'd only see once that year. Texas didn't come to Ames, so you never saw Kevin Durant in the state of Iowa. Trey Young's going to be in Hilton Coliseum on Saturday. Now, I think he's going to be a hell of a pro. I really yes, do. Yes, I and do. I think he's going to be a hell of a pro starting next year. Mm-hmm. So. Enjoy it, right? Yeah, it's, it's one of the real pluses about the ten-team conference, and you know that environment's going to be. Great. Oh, it's going to be crazy! It's going to be awesome. I, I am looking forward to that so much. Over and it's the one o'clock tip. One o'clock. Yep, yep. And the Hawks don't play till five. Is that what it is? I think it's five. Okay. It's either five or six. I want to say five, but it's Look early you already evening. looking ahead to the weekend on Absolutely. Wednesday. It's basketball season, baby. You're sniffing growler. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Friday, but <laughs> okay. Um, but I am at that in that respect as well. No, Evans is a good player. It's, yeah, it's I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Now, he's going to go off tonight. I, I mean, I, I don't think. I mean, look, they, they held him in check mm-hmm. uh, at Hilton a couple of weeks ago. That's not going to happen tonight. I don't think fourteen and a half. Is That's the number. The number? Again, and a half. another one that seems on the heavy side. It's a lot of points. They've been blown out on the road. So, can you do a teaser in in college basketball? Yes. Then you can. You, so, now you don't get as many points. So you what get was four it? And four, a half. It's four and a half. Four, so, four and a half or five. Yeah. Depending on the juice. What's, what's the number? 14 and a half. 
So do you make it 18 and a half or 10 and a half? And conversely, uh-huh. I'm going to go to Purdue, uh, and I'm going to make that five over Ohio State. I do that. I make it 18 and a half and five. Yeah, the 10 I don't think does a whole lot for you with Texas Tech. No, I don't think so either. I think you, if I get, think you take the, make it 18 and a make half. Make it 18 and a half. I don't half, think – well, I look, I, uh, Iowa, Iowa State beat Texas Tech. Wasn't it – didn't they beat them by 18? <laughs> yeah. I think they did. Right, right. I would so, make it 18 and a half. I don't think home courts were 36 points. No, I don't think so. I'd make it 18 and a half, and I would, uh, I would knock Purdue down to five. I'm playing it. You're, you're in? You talked me into it. Doesn't take much, does it? No, it really doesn't. We'll talk more Big 12 hoops. Matthew Postens is going to be here next. We look forward to speaking to him. Uh, HeartlandCollegeSports.com covers the Big 12 on the hardwood. We will go inside that conference that is no longer RPI-wise, right? They're number two now. Oh, I didn't see that. I think they fell out out of the top spot. How quickly can you find that? Oh, let's see here. Men's basketball conference RPI. You are correct. The top spot belongs to the Big East. There you go. The Big East, Xavier. By Nova. how much? It's pretty close, though. I oh, yeah. To think, it's, right? it's percentage points. It is 592 and 591 are the uh, numbers. <laughs> They're pretty close. Yeah, very, very close. And Matt, the SEC is right behind it as well. Matthew Poston coming up next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. Saddle up the family and head out to Pizza Ranch for lunch or dinner. Our menu includes pizza, the country's best chicken, and a full buffet. And don't forget about our favorite cactus bread dessert topped with ice cream. We've got it all with a variety of crust, sauces, and toppings. Pizza Ranch has legendary pizzas that'll tempt your taste buds. Stop by our Altoona, Newton, Urbandale, and Waukee locations today to try our mile-long buffet or our new limited-time-only sweet chili pizza. Come try it all. Kids even eat free on Tuesdays. Also, don't forget, if you're having a party, event, or 
annual meeting coming up, there's no better answer for feeding a bunch of hungry people than catering with your favorite pizza chicken from Pizza Ranch. We're growing our to-go in catering in the metro and are offering an exciting new $6 take-two carryout deal. Stop into any of our Pizza Ranches today for carryout or call us today for delivery. Pizza Ranch is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Pizza Ranch gift certificates to use at the Altoona, Newton, Urbandale, and Wacky locations for only $25. Get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl-iowa.org backslash birthdays. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag guy here. Nothing wrong with the flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg hi welcome back it's the ken miller show 1700 kbgg trent con and myself with you until uh, two o'clock uh, as we are each and every day monday through friday from noon until two talking local sports with you Mas- matthew poston's uh coming up he uh, covers the big 12 for heartlandcollegesports.com uh, real quick, let's get Lee and I with City Matthew. We're going to uh, we'll be with you in about thirty seconds. Uh, Lee wants to uh, ch- join the program. Lee, welcome. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Great show. Um, how much more patience do you think the Iowa administration has with the current staff? 
thank you for the call, Lee. Appreciate it. Well, considering that they just signed to that poison pill, some would call it, Trent, as yeah. far as the buyout. Um, He's yeah, got a lot of leeway. He probably does have a lot of leeway. I mean, he's... Three years yeah. at minimum. Three years at minimum. I'm assuming Lee not maybe not the biggest fan of the current staff, if I had to guess. But uh, yeah, I, I think so. Look, let's get Weisskamp in here. Let Let's see this recruiting mm-hmm. class. Let's see if they learn anything on the defensive end of yes, the floor. Absolutely, that's what I want to see first and foremost. Right now, we're going to talk some uh, some Big Twelve. Uh, Matthew Postens joins us. HeartlandCollegeSports dot com as we go inside the Big Twelve. Uh, Matthew Trent Con and Ken Miller. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Appreciate you coming on. You know, I was of the opinion that this was finally going to be the year, and I still am in some respects, that that Kansas has that unbelievable string of uh, conference championships comes to an end this year. Texas Tech, if they get the job done tonight, would be back as far as uh, tied with them at 8-3. and three. I'm not ruling out West Virginia. I know they struggle offensively. Let's start with the Mountaineers, uh, who got beat at Iowa State. Um, you know, that was a head-scratcher. Where are you on West Virginia? Might they be the one if there is somebody that's still got a chance to knock off the Jayhawks? You know, I'm kind of leaning toward Tech, actually. And, and my case for West Virginia right now really is, like you said, it's the offense. They're not shooting very well right now. They shot very good against Oklahoma, especially in the first half of that game on Monday. But overall, if you look at their last, you know, six, seven games, when they're losing games, they're shooting in the mid-30s from the floor. And that's not going to cut it against a team like Kansas, which is shooting you know, 40% of their shots from three-point this year and is, you know, still one of the better shooting teams in the conference. Uh, I think that Bob Huggins shook them up uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That effort at Iowa State was not to his liking at all. Uh, he basically said, we can't defend anybody. I don't know what to do. And I think he kind of shook his guys a little bit defensively. Moving James Bolden into the starting lineup, I think, has helped, too. They benched extra miles. They're bringing him off the bench. But I think for them to really challenge Kansas and make a run here in the last month, they've got to shoot the ball better. And, you know, I, I think that means pounding the ball inside more to Kanate, who's a good inside player. And, I think and he's going to be a star. A high percentage. Yeah, I think he is, too. And, and I think it means, you know, maybe a little less reliance on the three-pointer and a little more, you know, 15 to 18-foot jump shots, you know, driving to the basket more because they've got more than enough offensive weapons uh, to compete with Kansas. They have more depth. It's just they're just not shooting at the percentage they need to be shooting at to really be competitive, you know, to overtake Kansas at this point. Kansas last night better on the defensive end. We've heard Bill Self call this the softest team mm-hmm. that he's ever coached. He's He's been trying to push a whole lot of buttons. This uh, right now, at least in the Ken Palm era, though, is the worst defensive team that we've seen out of Kansas. It's still in the top 25 in the country, but not that elite level that we're used to. Do you see the defensive effort turning around tonight, uh, enough for them to be a national championship contender, or, or is that a hill too steep to climb for this Jayhawk team? I think that might actually be a hill too steep. I, this is a really thin team, and they've got some guys that are redshirted. They've got a good recruiting class coming in next year, but they played seven guys last night against TCU. They actually benched LeGerald Vick in favor of Mitch Lightfoot mm. just because they liked the defensive energy that Lightfoot gives them. And I saw him in person last month against TCU. And I think he went nine, seven, and six blocks in that game. So he can give you something interesting, but he's not a guy that I think in the long term can be a productive starter for them at this point in his career. I think that was more about you know jump-starting LeGerald Vick, who has been 
who has seen his scoring output drop in half from non-conference to conference, if they're going to make any kind of run in the NCAA tournament, they need him you know, playing at the level he was playing at non-conference when he was you know, averaging 16 points a game. You know, they've got a really good core in that starting five. The problem is they really have nobody behind it this year, and, and Bill Self has acknowledged that. They have no depth this year. They play maybe seven, eight guys in a game, and as long as those seven or eight guys are playing at a high percentage, they have a good chance of beating just about anybody in the country. But I think as this season wears on and you've got a guy like Devontae Graham who's played 40 minutes in eight different games this year, I think that mm-hmm. lack of depth is going to wear on them. I, I think they can make it to the Sweet 16, but I'm not sure they can make much farther than that. Hmm. Would, um, if I was to ask you who the most disappointing team is in the Big 12 so far, would it be TCU perhaps just because of – you know, they had so many close losses, so many games that got away from them. Fisher's now lost for the year. I know Robinson's come in and done a really nice job. Uh, Brodzanski is unstoppable when uh, when he's on, it seems like. I thought TCU was going to be better, and granted, they've been in games, just unable to finish them. Has TCU uh, fallen the disappointing category for you, Matthew? I think they do for me. I mean, I think I kind of felt like they would take that next next logical step from being a a good conference team to being an above average conference team. And and offense isn't their problem. They've got a bunch of weapons on offense. I mean, that's not the issue. The issue is defense. They're one of the worst defenses in the country in terms of field goal percentage and in terms of of scoring. I mean, I, I think they flashed up the stat last night. They're pretty much giving up as many points as they score. And that's going to leave a recipe for very close games. And, you know, Jamie Dixon said it early in conference when they couldn't close against Oklahoma and they couldn't close against Kansas. Both of those games were at home. Both of them were close. Both of them, they had leads late. Yeah. And they couldn't close the deal. So we've got to get better at closing these kinds of games. And they're still not there yet. You know, losing Jalen Fisher wasn't nearly the death blow that I think people thought it was going to be because mm-hmm. Alex Robinson has played so well. Mm-hmm. But still, they're not collectively a good I should say not not a good a great defensive team, and they really don't have that kind of rim protector like Kansas has with Azabikwe or West Virginia has with Kanante. I mean, Brodzianski is a nice player inside, but he's not that imposing defensive threat that TCU probably really needs inside to take that next step defensively. Iowa State in action tonight against Texas Tech. Before that, though, in the Big Twelve, we get K State down in Texas. Two teams that are on the right side of the bubble right now, but. Boy, it feels like a loss here. I know Texas has got a lot of road games remaining after this. It'll be three straight losses for K-State if they drop it. I don't think any team, either of these teams are in trouble of falling off the bubble right now. But when you look at this game, how important is it for a game being played on February 7th? I think they're pretty important. I think every game in this conference is important, especially when you start getting into that area where you had teams with five losses and seven losses like we have right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Fran Fischilla was talking during the game last night with uh, Kansas that, you know, he feels like eight and 10, an eight and 10 conference record can get you into the NCAA tournament. So if you're, if you're thinking of that from a big 12 perspective, both of those teams have five losses right now. It doesn't really put them in a danger category, but you know, you don't want to lose. You don't want to get on a, a downhill streak. And I think that's the risk for Kansas state right now, because uh, they, they've already lost two games. They're trying to integrate Kamala Stokes back into the lineup. And th- you don't want to get started on a downhill streak where you, you know, loss, you know, loss after loss starts perpetuating themselves. They've played well in those two losses, but, you know, I feel like this is an opportunity with Texas, even though Texas has, um, shown some really good offense lately with Coleman and with Bamba and with Kerwin Roach coming back. I think this is actually an opportunity for Kansas State to try and steal one on the road tonight. 
Uh, Matthew Poston joins us. HeartlandCollegeSports.com covers the Big 12. Also, Moonlights with the Dallas Cowboys. And got a couple of Cowboys questions before we uh, let you go, Matthew. Look forward to doing that. Uh, Oklahoma, in regards to Trey Young, he's averaging 35 minutes a game. This isn't the biggest guy in the world, as, as we know. Uh, can he hold up over a Big 12 season? Is Are you starting to see fatigue at all in his game, Matthew? I I see... I don't necessarily see fatigue. I, I think he's still playing at a at a high level. I, I see a player who's still struggling struggling to find some control in his game. Uh, you know, we he 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 handles the ball a whole bunch. He handles the ball more than anybody else in the conference. And you're going to expect turnovers. But I think there are situations in which he just his body gets ahead of his mind, so to speak. And I think we saw that in the West Virginia game late. Uh, where he you know gave up a turnover in the final minute that you know could have put Oklahoma in a situation where they could have tied or even won the game, and we didn't really talk about that after the game because he played so well. Mm-hmm. But you know he's you know he's still kind of trying to figure all of that out in his head. I liked what Oklahoma did, even though it's what West Virginia wanted on Monday night. Oklahoma let Christian James and Rashard Odoms bring the ball up after made baskets instead of having Trey Young do it. Because if you saw the Texas game Saturday, Texas was deny, deny, deny the whole time on Trey Young. And they forced other people to bring the ball up. And I think Long Kruger said on Monday, well, you know what, if that's what you're going to do, then let me give my guy a little bit of a break coming up before Christian James and Rashard Adams are, are capable ball handlers. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're not going to get the number one defender on them in any team. So I thought that worked out kind of nicely for Oklahoma on Monday, even though they didn't win the game and even though that's really what Bob Huggins wanted. Uh, I think you could see more of that as we go along here. You know, Young is going to play 35, 36 minutes a game. I think the trick is to find ways to give him some breaks, even when he's on the floor, take the ball out of his hands when they're bringing the ball up after made baskets, because inevitably he's going to get the ball back in his hands, and that's going to be usually going to lead to good things for Oklahoma. Want to get your thoughts, uh, Matthew, on our local team here, Iowa State. It's a down year. It's a rebuilding season. Hope for the future, too. Uh, Guys will be eligible next year off the transfer list. A good recruiting class but you take a big picture view do you see it as a one-year blip here what Iowa State has been over the last six seven years or do you think the uh, the turnaround might take a little bit more time than than the people in Ames think I I see it as a blip honestly I mean you look at those young players on that team Wigington, Lard, Mm -hmm. Young, uh, Weiler, Babb who I know hasn't played the last couple of games I mean they're only losing one starter to graduation the transfers you know, I think they have experience at other programs, so they're they're just sitting there waiting. I mean, in that recruiting class, you know, suddenly he's going, you know, C. Prom's going to go from having, you know, a, t- a short bench to having a long bench next year, and then it's really just a matter of putting the pieces together. I, I love Wigington and I love Lard. I think okay. they have real potential to be real impact players in this conference over the next two or three years. I don't. I, I I'm really kind of hoping, just from the standpoint of team development that they can do something like what TCU did last year with the NIT. If they can stay above 500 and slip into the NIT, I think any one of those two or three teams that don't make it to the tournament out of the Big 12 can make a significant run in the NIT. And I'm thinking of Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State, which are the three teams that are really kind of on that bubble right now in terms of whether they get into the NCAA tournament or not. If they get into the NIT, they could make a significant run, and that would certainly serve as a springboard for them next year. Yeah, Shayok from Virginia, Michael Jacobson from Nebraska, both sitting out. Both mm-hmm. will be eligible to play next year. Good recruiting class, as you mentioned, a long bench. And, and well, if Lard and Wigington were stocks, you had to buy one of them. Which, where would you put your money, Matthew? Uh, given the Given how this league is constructed, how it's so guard-driven, I think I'd probably – by stock in Wigington. He's a 
I, I could see him as a really dynamic player. I think he, I think in some ways he kind of has a Trey Young starter kit. Uh, it's just that you know he's not scoring 30 points a game right. and not getting the national attention. But you know he's the number two freshman scorer in the conference this year, and he you know give him a couple more years to develop, and I think he could end up being you know potentially a player of the year in this conference. Well, Matthew, not only do you cover the Big 12, you also do some work with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, there's Cowboy fans in every market. It might be a America's team. Annoying, but uh, <laughs> it's it's the truth. All right, Matthew, I do want to ask you about a couple of uh, local guys, starting with Anthony Hitchens, who I believe is an unrestricted free agent. What you've seen mm-hmm. out of him, fourth rounder out of the University of Iowa, and is he part of the plans? What are the expectations going forward with Hitch? Well, I think, first of all, pretty much everybody in the market universally loves this guy. I mean, he's played very well for the Cowboys over the last four years. This year, when Sean Lee was hurt, Hitchens was the guy who stepped up uh, in the middle of the defense, called the signals, and, and had some really good games with Sean Lee not on the field. So I don't think there's anybody in the organization that questions that he's a fit for what they want to do. I think the big question for them right now is money. They, they, they're under the cap. They don't have a ton of money, but they have you know competing priorities. They've got to figure out what they want to do with Demarcus Lawrence, their pass rusher, who That's had a sure. huge year this year and made the Pro Bowl. They've got to figure out a way to get Zach Martin, their offensive guard, extended. And you know Hitchens kind of falls into that priority area where we want to keep them, but it's going to kind of depend upon how much money it takes to keep them. And it's really hard to gauge the the market right now with him being an unrestricted free agent. You can talk to anybody he wants. And if you have a team out there that has oodles of cap space and is looking for a linebacker that can be productive and pick up a 4-3 scheme pretty quickly, you know, Hitchens could see some really interesting money come as well. You think about the Jacksonville Jaguars. There was a player here locally, Jeremy Parnell, played for the Cowboys for a couple years as a tackle. The Cowboys would have liked to have kept him as a swing tackle, but the Jaguars pushed $30 million at a mm-hmm. guy who had started 10 games in his career. And he said, well, i got to do what i got to do. So I think the Cowboys want to keep him, but I think the competing priorities are at least going to allow Hitchens to explore the free agent market. And if somebody shoves that kind of money at him, he may be somewhere else next year. What about David Irving, who uh, was at Iowa State, didn't end well here. Uh, I plucked him off the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad, developed him. He's flashed. He's had some big, big games. But it doesn't look as though the the Cowboys and uh, David Irving are long-term. Yet he did have his moments as a Cowboy. Yeah, he had uh, seven sacks this year after he came back from the four-game suspension. And he's a restricted free agent, so the Cowboys do have an element of control over uh, his contract. They can tender him at a a first-round or a second-round level, and then teams that wanted to sign Irving would have to match that tender. So they could hang on to him using the restricted free agent tender for one year, but there's been some question locally. You know, when you, you know, Mike Fisher is my boss at CowboysHQ.com, and and he's done a lot of reporting on this because he's got connections all throughout the Cowboys. And there seems to be some internal dialogue about whether or not the Cowboys want to simply tag him and keep him for a year and then see whether or not they want to offer him a longer term extension or whether they might want to dangle him as trade bait in some way to maybe get an extra mm-hmm. second round pick or an extra third round pick because I think there may be some lingering concerns about what led to the suspension this year. Uh, it was you know, pretty much tagged as a, I didn't know what I was taking into my system when I took it into my system, and then I had a test, and then I popped positive for something that you know, I wouldn't normally take. But you know, there's, there's some internal dialogue about whether or not he's a long-term possibility at that uh, pass rush position. I like him as a player, honestly, because he can play outside, he can play inside, he's very versatile, He's very aggressive, does a lot of good things, but it's it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do with him. I tend to think they'll tag him and see if anybody wants to try and make a run at him. 
Uh, most NFL teams don't want some teams players been tagged as a restricted free agent. Uh, that's what I anticipate they'll do. But if somebody comes at them with a, a good deal, you know, maybe a second, maybe a fifth, you know, for a guy who seems to have a really bright future, I could see the Cowboys biting on that too. All right, Matthew, last thing. Uh, opening Thursday of the season, Eagles obviously will be hosting. We argued yesterday, is it the Cowboys making their way over to Philly to take on the Eagles, or is it another team? If, if it's not the Cowboys, then the NFL has no sense, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have eight different home opponents next year, but if it's not the Cowboys, then the NFL is just not thinking straight. I mean, uh, I grew up a Cowboys fan. I've been in Cowboys country my entire life. I cover the team now. You know, if if I were an Eagles fan, I would want the Cowboys in my building on a Thursday night so I could rub that Super Bowl in their face. Mm. Uh, I that, would absolutely want that. Uh, Matthew, last thing. Did, did Dak Prescott have not a sophomore slump? I mean, was it all he didn't have his you know, security blanket lining up behind him, Ezekiel Elliott? It, it seemed to me like Dak Prescott not not went backwards because that's unfair, but he was so good in his rookie year, just maybe didn't take the step forward that we thought we would see, or did I see it differently? No, I, I kind of see it the way you did. I mean, there were a variety of factors involved. Not having Zeke for six games certainly didn't help. Uh, you know, Des Bryant did not have as productive a season, nor do I think Prescott and Bryant were quite on the same page offensively as they had been a year ago. Uh, and, you know, he, you know, Prescott set the bar really high after that rookie season. Sure um, it was an, it was inevitable that he would take a bit of a step back. I don't think if you're going to base it on statistics, sure, he took a step back. If you're going to look at his play from game to game, there were some things he did wrong. There were some things that he could certainly fix, but I don't think any any of it is is not fixable. It's not about mindset or about his work ethic or anything like that. It's really about you know maybe tweaking fundamentals here and there, about maybe adding some things to the offense that are a little bit more friendly to him. You know, maybe finding him some more speed in the receiving game, somebody that can really stretch the field because it doesn't look like Des Bryant is quite that kind of receiver anymore. Uh, all the things that, you know, when you look at Dak Prescott as a whole from last year, taking a step back, all of those things are fixable. I think the Cowboys still have a lot of faith that he's the guy that's going to be their quarterback for a long time to come. Matthew Postens, HeartlandCollegeSports.com, CowboysHQ.com. Matthew, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Look forward to talking to you again. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Matthew Poston's joining us, talking a little Big 12, and uh, don't lose that number. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, and the little Dallas Cowboys. That was good. Pete Mundo, who yep. you hear doing updates here on and CBS you, Sports you Radio. you have him on. Yeah. You and Jimmy B have him, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we talk a lot of Big 12 football with him. but He's more of a football guy, yeah. fair to say? Yep. Uh, he does a really good job with that site. And the group of guys that he has working over there, have some podcasts. If you're a Big 12 fan, and there's plenty of them here in the market, mm-hmm. uh, looking for a broader sense than just all Cyclones all the time, take a look. They do a really good job over there. A lot of fun stuff. And, well, unlike David Ubbin, they're willing to come to Ames. Yeah. <laughs> Where's David? David Ubbin just got hired a new gig. I think he's working for a... The Athletic? N- no. He's the one that didn't get hired? Yeah, really. He's nice. No, I think he is with the athletic, okay. or maybe maybe he left there. He took another gig. Oh, really? I, I think it's around the Cal or uh, Texas high school football, maybe. Oh, okay, all right. Is he know. based out of Texas? He lives in Dallas. Okay, okay. Yeah, he lives in or Fort. One of them, I think, lives in Dallas. And never made his way to Ames. Never did. No, ah, Cyclone fans, you don't need David up in your building. <laughs> He's good. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, 
Um, I mean, it, it became a joke. It after did. A while. It did. They was that felt like it was slighting them, right? Yes. And I can understand that. I mean, yeah. up in it was Oklahoma, the uh, the Texas schools mm-hmm. seemed like that little school to the but but to be fair, to be fair to David Ubbin, when he was covering them, mm-hmm. a lot of three and nines. Yeah. I'm assuming that if Ubbin was still covering the Big Twelve now, there'd be a lot more Iowa State content. Because have... LSA was a whole lot more relevant yes. in this last couple of years, and it looks like they're going to continue to be well, so. Well, you're mapping out your schedule. You take a little closer look at absolutely. that Iowa State schedule. Right. It's easy to overlook 3-9. and nine. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back and finish up the program. Trent, we're going to find out where you're leaning tonight. Fade Condon it is uh, sweeping the nation. People are getting rich off of this. <laughs> uh, we'll take our final time out. We'll be back to wrap things up. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. We talk sports with you and localize it as best as we can here on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy. The chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer at your favorite sports bar. The chicken coop, sports bar and grill. West Des Moines and Urbantale. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. If you have hard water, the lime scale not only leaves white spots, it clogs pipes and breaks down appliances, costing you hundreds of dollars in energy and wear. Eliminate lime scale and other water issues like brown staining, bad odors, and lead with HydroCare water products available from Wave Home Solutions. Wave's affordable systems don't use salts or chemicals. You'll love the way your water tastes, smells, and looks. Satisfaction guaranteed. For more information, go to goodclearwater.com. That's goodclearwater.com. It's Macy's Valentine's Day. One day sale. Shop incredible deals of the day. Saturday. Like 900 thread count. Queen or king sheet sets. $39.99. Toaster ovens. Blenders. Coffee makers. And more small appliances. From Bella and Black & Decker. $10. After $15 mail-in rebate. Famous Maker Pillows. Our lowest price. $5.79. Tag Springfield. Five-piece luggage sets. $59.99. Don't miss Macy's one day sale. And plenty members. Don't forget to maximize your savings. By using at least 200 plenty points at checkout. Terms apply. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. DirecTV Now presents Don't Be Frustrated with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh, hey, man. Oh, hi, Mike. Oh, ah. what are you doing? 
I'm just banging my head against the wall over and over again. Ooh. Why? Because I've got cable, and it's so frustrating. Ooh. I had to wait hours for the cable guy. Now I have this big, ugly cable box. You know you should just get DirecTV now. Okay. It's live TV you can stream on any screen. Ooh. No cable guy, no cable box. Really? That's amazing. Now I won't have to bang my head against the wall anymore. Nope. Ooh. Now you can watch on your phone, tablet, or TV while you bang your head against something softer, like this pillow. Mm. Oh. A squeaky toy. Oh. This loaf of bread, this bicycle horn, fun. This whoopee cushion, <laughs> this potato. Who doesn't love mashed potatoes? Get Direct TV now and get rid of cable. Watch live TV with no cable box, only from AT and T. Direct TV now requires a compatible device that is sold separately. Your service renews monthly at a minimum of thirty-five dollars a month until you cancel. Limit two concurrent streams. Pricing subject to change. Taxes and restrictions apply. See DirectTVNow.com for details. The 2018 Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. Catch myself, Trent Condon, on the call Thursday, February 15th through the state championships on Saturday, February 17th. We'll keep you up to date with play-by-play of all the local wrestlers from across central Iowa. Tune in to 1700 for the State Wrestling Tournament on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. This state tournament is pinned to you by Whitey Exteriors for roofing siding, interior, exterior, and painting needs. Make it Whitey Exteriors. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Uh, final segment, final couple of minutes here. A Wednesday edition of the Ken Miller Show. Thank you to all of our guests, Wade Looking Bill, David Kaplan, uh, Matthew Postens, uh, for joining us on the program. Trent, uh, real quick before we get to your plays tonight. Um, Kind of a curveball when it comes to Selection Sunday this year. Of course, the Big Ten tournament is going to be played the week before. Uh, the the champion usually in years past they would uh, cut down the nets of the Big Ten tournament. Jim Nance would stay right where he is, whoever he's working with. Selection Sunday would uh, then immediately follow on CBS. Uh, that's not the case this year. The CBS are the Selection Show is moving to TBS for the very first time. 
Shocker. And I mean, you know what the is... lead-in is? I mean, there's, in previous years, the Big Bang Theory. the Big Bang Theory? That's, well, that's the <laughs> ah, answer. Ah, you gave it away. The, the Big Ten tournament would feed their audience right over to the NCAA yeah. selection show. Now it's a rerun of the Big Bang Theory. Okay. I mean, that, a little different. A little different. Numbers are going to be in the toilet. This is uh, one of the things I still remember getting my pencil and my notepad out as an elementary student and trying to graph out a, mm-hmm. a, all during the Sunday. That's what I'd be working on, trying to make a nice bracket where I could fit everything in there and then filling it in as it came in. CBS, I, this is synonymous. It always was. It's gone. No, it's TBS this year. And TBS. The Big Bang Theory will precede selection. So. Well, I'll just flip over to 247. It's not any, I mean, this would have been a bigger deal years ago, but anymore. Yeah, I guess, but it's just weird, right? You, it's you weird, just, yeah. It's the Big Ten tournament, boom, selection show. Mm-hmm. Not the case. It's the Big Bang Theory selection <laughs> show, and it's not on Channel 8. It's on Channel 247. All right, we've got a minute left. Yeah. Uh, you're having a terrible, terrible, terrible Off. month uh, of February, even going back into January. Yeah. Uh, three of the locals play tonight. How many of them win? Ooh. Zero. Yeah, I think you're right. Though you and I is favored against Bradley at home. I don't get it. They won't be Bradley. They won't be Bradley. I don't think they will either. No. Um, Drake is a double-digit dog. Loyola. At Loyola mm-hmm. and Iowa State 14-point dog mm-hmm. uh, down in Lubbock. So, yeah, I'm going zero. Uh, you and I doesn't get it done in the double digits. I do like both Drake and Iowa State getting the points tonight, though. So would you tease those two? Uh, you're, you're trying to get me into these teasers. I got enough problems out of it. You don't like the teasers, huh? I nah, do. I've always been you're a, a teaser guy. I, yeah. Well, in football. In I never football, bet yeah. basketball. Yeah, well, you bet basketball once. Yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> I learned my lesson. And never maybe, again. Maybe you should have I teased Drake. that one. Yeah. That was awful. Uh, yeah, I, I will not be teasing that. No, you already bought, talked me into one teaser for the day. But uh, pretty good night. You know, Ohio State-Purdue. Really good night. To that. Maryland-Penn State at 530. Looking yeah. forward to that. We are out of time. We're going to do a lot on recruit on signing day, number two tomorrow. We'll do it for the clones. We'll do it for the Hawks. Maybe the Panthers with Gary Rima as well. Trent, you and Jimmy B today, 4-6. to six. What do you got planned? Uh, we'll be breaking down the Cyclone uh, signing class with Alex Halstead. Rob Howe will do the same on the Hawkeye side of things. And Zuba Mahente will be by late in the show. Good stuff. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you listening and I hope you do uh, most of the days. If you can't, you can catch the podcast. I know for sure they're at KenMillerShow.com. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. We hope you can join us as well. Thank you for listening right here on 1700. KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. 
So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost